right, episode two. Uh, I feel like so much happened in between episode one and episode two that I thought was at least worthy enough to write down to talk about on the podcast. Uh, And a lot of it's going to be airport or airplane or travel-based because I just flew out to St. Louis on Saturday and I had to drive all the way back um, in a car for Soph because she was just grabbing a car from uh, her sister in St. Louis and I offered to drive it back. Um, So overall, the trip was awesome, but let's talk about a couple of things that happened at the airport. Number one... When I get to the airport, I'm in the security line, and I'm wearing a Patagonia fleece that is made sense for outside, but not at all for inside. But, like, I'm not going to take it off in line and, like, try and stuff it into my backpack. So I'm, like, wicked hot, and I have to fart so bad the whole time. But I'm wicked hot in line, and I'm wearing the uh, this Patagonia fleece, and it's, like, a cool, like, look at it over there. It's, like, blue on top and teal on the bottom. And I'm in line and I'm doing, it's like a real curvy line, like, you know, one of the Disney World, you know, curve, 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 go around, whatever. And I'm in line and all of a sudden I see that there's a lady wearing the exact same fleece, but flipped with the colors, you know, hers is blue on bottom and teal on top. And I try to think like, okay, is this like a situation like societally where like we connect about this or like I bring it up and I'm like, hey, (laughs) nice sweater or something like that. Or like I go like, ha, nice sweater. Or like, ha, look at us. Or something like that. I don't know. But it's like also five o'clock in the morning and I got a lot of my mind. Like I mentioned, like there's some pressure building inside of me uh, that I can't let out. Anyway, I like, we pass each other like a lot of times and there's like slight peripheral eye contact, you know, and we both are, I, you know, we're both human beings. We're both thinking the same thing. Like that person has such a similar sweater to me do I like mention it? Anyway, we just eventually both kind of opted into the thing where we're like looking, looking at our phone fakely, looking at the weather on our phone or just the time or just at the blank screen in our phone as we pass each other to avoid having to talk to each other like the monkeys that we are. And I'm also thinking the whole time, like, is this a lady's sweater? Anyway, uh, I finally get to where I'm going. I get to St. Louis and I have to use the restroom super bad as I seem to be living a life defined by such. And I get to the uh, the airport bathroom. I go in, and there's a huge line for the stalls. But also, the stalls were like very modern in a way that I hadn't said. It's not relevant to the story. I finally, I'm in line, and I I end up being like the leader of this line in a in a way that was a really long time, longer than anybody should be the front person of a line in a bathroom, where like people kept coming around the other side trying to cut the line, and I kind of had to be like like the inspiration to not allow people to cut in line. Because if people start to cut in line, what do we have, and especially bathroom lines, what do we even have as a society if people are just cutting lines and people letting it happen? Anyway, I, I get into my stall, I do my business, I play some chess, I get out, and as I'm washing my hands, this like maybe 12-year-old kid walks behind me, completely ignoring the line. And as, you know, as I was the past, you know, I would say, I don't know, commissioner of the bathroom line, I'm not going to let this kid go into the stall that I just exited as he circumvents the line. I don't care. I don't care how old this kid is, how old he is, what, whatever, you know, who he is, where he's from, what he's done, as long as he waits in the bathroom line. So I tell the kid, hey, bro, there's a line. I look at the guy whose time I just saved, who was at the front of the line, the, the new commissioner of the line, and like to give him like a nod, like, hey, man. Like, we're all in this together. So he avoids eye contact with me, looks at the kid, says, nah, buddy, it's okay, you can go in. Completely turning me into some bathroom vigilante jerk, even though I was only standing up for justice. 
All right, let's see if I can tell this next story in 50 seconds. So on my way back, I'm driving through New York City, and I go over the George Washington Bridge, and there was no traffic until there was all the traffic. And as I'm sitting in traffic, it, it's a highway. But there are people in between the lines, not just panhandling, but trying to make capitalist money transactions. And as I, as I see them, I can't see what they're trying to sell, but I pull up closer, and I pull up closer, and you know what? It's whatever. They're trying to make some dough, whatever their lives are like. I'm, you know, I feel bad for them probably that they're in this situation. But as I pull up closer, I can see that they are selling, and I swear to God, they are Ziploc bags of orange juice and vacuum-sealed baguettes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.